This is the Locked On Jets podcast here on this Wednesday night. I'm your host, John B. from gangreennation.com, here with a bonus episode because The Athletic posted a major story on the New York Jets today outlining the dysfunction within the organization during the 2023 season. It was done by a national writer, Diana Russini, and a local writer, Zach Rosenblatt, the Athletic's beat writer for the New York Jets. And it really took us behind the scenes, showing some of the things that went wrong within the organization this season. Now, I think a lot of it was just confirming things that we already figured. There was talk about how Nathaniel Hackett was in over his head, how he did not pay attention to detail, how he deferred in training camp and the offseason program to Aaron Rodgers to a striking degree. They also talked about some of the things with Woody Johnson being starstruck with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets deferring too much to Rodgers when they made some personnel decisions last offseason. None of that's really a surprise. Now, it is significant that it was confirmed. You know, I think a lot of us just assume these things. So this was kind of independent confirmation of things that we probably thought happened. I think the news from this, though, is the way Robert Sala was portrayed. Because like many of you, I was not a fan of Robert Sala's performance this season. But this article really, really makes Sala look bad. It really paints him in a poor light. And in part, it's because it portray Salah as a guy who almost gave up on the season after Aaron Rodgers went down. There was talk that as soon as Rodgers got injured, Salah's goals went from the Super Bowl to winning seven games and holding on to his job. Uh, The talk was that he was just obsessed all year with preserving his job in part because he did not believe in Zach Wilson. Now, I'm not going to sit here tonight and tell you that Zach Wilson's a great quarterback. I'm not going to tell you he's an average quarterback. Zach Wilson this year was one of the worst starters in the NFL. But this doesn't sit with right with me for a couple of reasons. First of all, there were issues that went well beyond Zach Wilson. Second of all, one of the things Salah is kind of implied to have said is, how do you expect me to win when Rodgers went down? Well, this wasn't just about winning after Rodgers went down. It was also about putting a functional offense on the field. And it was not only about Zach Wilson. That offensive line was unplayable at points this season. The wide receiver group after Garrett Wilson was unplayable at points this season. And it goes beyond, you know, how do you expect us to win games? Well, you have a great defense. You, know, you, you yourself have been pumping this defense up for years. You had an excellent special teams unit. The problem was the offense couldn't function at all. And it goes well beyond Zach Wilson. Another piece to this is Salah apparently told Zach Wilson, if you believe the reports, that they were going to bench him for the season. You you may remember they benched him heading into that Black Friday game against Miami where Tim Boyle played. One week later, Salah's telling Wilson, just days after he told Wilson, you're done for the year, we're deactivating you the rest of the season. Salah told Wilson days later, after one game, get ready, we may need you again. So that's not decisive. That's not good decision making. That's not a coach who really has a plan. That's a coach who's just making it up as he goes along. And it goes into more detail about how Salo essentially did research to try and find the record of great coaches. And he found a bunch of coaches who had sub 500 records with backup quarterbacks. It just felt like Sala give, gave the vibe this past season of being more focused on making excuses than he was on figuring out ways to make it work. You know, this was the year of the backup quarterback in the NFL. The Jets were not the only team that lost their starting quarterback. Now, they were the only team that lost their starting quarterback fourth place into the season. But other teams made it work with their backup quarterback. And yeah, it was a tall order, but 
isn't that what you hire a coach for? I mean, if you could only be a good team with Aaron Rodgers, if you if you can't be expected to win games unless Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback, what are you really doing? What are you bringing to the table? Another thing that came into play was, you know, it, the article portrayed Salah as very paranoid after the famous or maybe infamous story that came out about Zach Wilson being reluctant to return to the lineup. Salah apparently brought his staff together and threatened to confiscate phones as a, I, I, I was trying to figure out who was the leak. So this is not the type of thing that happens in a healthy organization. I said this actually after that uh, infamous story about Zach Wilson being reluctant to return because there was a leak then. These are not the types of things you hear from an organization where things are going well. And I think it really has to make you question what Robert Sala is doing. Now, he's coming back next season. So I can't say it's, I can't say you know the Jets are going to make a change right now, but you certainly hope Sala gets some distance and reflects on what went wrong this season and what he can do better because as badly as we all thought Sala did last year, Apparently, it was worse behind the scenes. Now, here on the Lockdown Jets podcast, we're going to talk about the greater meaning of this article because I think it shows that in many ways, the Jets franchise is broken and they have to fix that. They they have one offseason to get this thing right before they try it again in 2024. We'll talk about that a little bit more as we continue the special Wednesday night edition of Lockdown Jets. This episode of Lockdown Jets is brought to you by FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best heat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. And I'm kind of hoping one of these years the Jets will make it to the Super Bowl. It feels like they're really far away right now. But who knows? Maybe if the Jets get things straight, maybe if the Jets take some of the lessons from 2023 to heart, some of the things that went wrong in this article, they fix them. You know, who knows? Maybe someday. And FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. This episode of Lockdown Jets is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. And eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. And with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need for the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. This is the Locked On Jets podcast here on this Wednesday. We're talking about a report that came out this morning about the New York Jets 2023 season and some of the things that were going wrong behind the scenes. A lot of it were things that I think many of us suspected and a lot of it was came was just confirming what, what was obvious. There were a couple of things, though, that stood out to me. And I talked in the first segment about Robert Sala and some of the things behind the scenes that were going on. You know, another thing that kind of flew under the radar in that piece is it almost sounds like Woody Johnson's way more involved in the day-to-day -day football aspects of this team than any of us have been led to believe. 
I mean, one example is it talked about how Woody Johnson's constantly on social media and reading what the fans have to say and bringing that to the coaching staff. And it talked about the Jets' offensive struggles, how Woody Johnson addressed what fans were saying and the media was saying to the coaching staff. I mean, that's not a good sign. That's not something that should be happening. Listen, I can come here all day and criticize the Jets. That doesn't mean that I'm qualified to run an NFL offense. And the fans on social media, the media members on social media, they're not in the building. They don't have jobs in, as NFL coaches. The fact that Woody Johnson is bringing this stuff to the coaching staff, that, that troubles me. It also troubles me. That another statement that was made was there was a game where the Jets decided to go a little bit younger, that they, they went to a youth movement, that they benched some of their older players, which is not the worst move in the world. I mean, benching Dalvin Cook, not a bad decision. But it also mentioned that the owner signed off on it. And I wonder, why does the owner need to sign, sign off on playing decisions? Again, these are things that Jets need to fix this offseason. And one thing that needs to be fixed is the owner needs to back off a little bit. But the article also spoke of a general vibe within the organization. And I think that comes. it also comes from ownership because it's something we heard the owner, Woody Johnson, say uh, on Christmas Eve when he announced that Robert Sala and Joe Douglas were returning for 2024. And that's the idea that, yeah, the Jets know we have to get the offensive line to a little bit of a better place. And, yeah, we know we need to get the receiving position to a little bit of a better place. But Aaron Rodgers coming back will fix everything. And this has been one of the problems with the Jets. And it, again, it comes from ownership. The Jets think that there's a quick fix to success. And they always have under Woody Johnson. They think that they can cut corners to success. Now, Aaron Rodgers coming back is going to help the quarterback position. But the Jets need to support Aaron Rodgers. The Jets can't throw out this offensive line or like some slightly improved version of the offensive line they had in 2023 and think it's going to work next year. They can't run out the same group of receivers or a slightly improved group of receivers and think it's going to work. The Jets need to address these problems in a major way. You can't put it all on Aaron Rodgers. This is the problem with the Jets. They they think that there's like one guy out there. It may, sometimes it's the quarterback. Sometimes it's a new coach. Sometimes it's a front office guy. There's no substitute for building a complete team in the NFL. It's a 53-man roster. It's coach, you know, a big coaching staff. You need to support Rodgers. This is not just about Aaron Rodgers going to drop in and suddenly you're a Super Bowl contender. The Jets tried that this year. And Rodgers got hurt, but even had Rodgers not gotten hurt, this was not a Super Bowl caliber team. And if the Jets want to get this to a championship level team, the way that they're talking, and the Jets are talking quite a bit about potentially building a championship team, they need to get it out of their mind that you know this is a quick fix. That there's that this is, this is going to be like as easy as a snap of a finger. They need to invest a big way on the offensive line. I'm talking three new starters. And it's going to be easier said than done with their with their resources. Also going to require them to upgrade this receiving group. And I'm not talking about a guy who's a half a step better than Alan Lazard. And I worry about this owner because, again, he seems very involved these days. And he's shown that he doesn't know a whole lot about running an NFL team. You know, you don't get to 13 straight years without a playoffs with an owner who knows what he's doing. So my hope is that, and again, I have more questions than I have solutions right now. But my hope is that maybe somebody in this organization takes this article to heart and they realize that, you know, we're not going in the right direction. And maybe, just maybe, there'll be a course correction. Well, we can certainly hope because that's our, that's really the only thing that will fix things for the Jets heading into 2024. Anyway, that's all for the special edition of Locked On Jets. We'll be back with our normal Thursday show tomorrow. If you enjoy this podcast, give it a five-star review if you're listening on a podcast or a big thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube. Also, subscribe so you'll get new episodes as soon as they're posted. We'll chat again tomorrow. Take care, everybody.